we're driving with the GPS on, if we happen to miss the cue for a turn, or take a wrong exit, or just take a route that's different from the one suggested by the GPS, then the screen will tend to freeze for a moment, and then we'll get that dreaded message, recalculating route dot dot. Now, this is not a big deal if we know where we're going, even if only vaguely. But when we're somewhere we've never been before, those one or two seconds that the machine is calculating and recalculating, well, it, it feels like forever. Even though we know that it'll find a new route for us soon enough, it's hard not to panic momentarily, thinking, what do I do? Should, should I make a U-turn? Should, should I go back? When you think about it, that's how it always has been when we're traveling somewhere new. Even when we're concentrating as hard as we can, we, we get confused, we feel unsure, anxious, just always three seconds away from panic. What's comforting to know is we're not alone. Every single one of us are living each day for the first time. None of us have been here before. I'm Lena Park, and this is One Fine Day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. That was Irvin Zakapa with Mugyeol Bam Thursday night featuring Pindino. Yes. I thought that was really cool words in the opening, huh? No one's lived this day before. Each day is a brand new path that everybody is taking for the very first time in their lives. No matter how hard we prepare or plan, we just never know what the next day will bring for us. So, you know, it's actually only natural for us to be confused, unsure, and anxious at times. We're constantly navigating new waters every day. And we don't even get a trusty GPS or navigation system for the journey that is our lives. There's no one who is there to recalculate route for us when we feel lost. So yes, I don't know who may need to hear this today, but it is really only normal for us to feel lost sometimes. So, I think this question feels more apt than ever to ask. Where are you? Our global roll call is coming up in just a moment. So tell me where you are, what you're doing today. Tell me which songs you'd like to hear on the show and share your sayande stories and anecdotes about anything and everything while at it. Nothing is too trivial to share here. Anything goes. So just message me on Kung or on the message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr or leave comments on our latest posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook at facebook.com slash English KBS. If you are streaming us via YouTube at youtube.com slash KBS World Radio Service, you can leave your messages there as well. Now, if you have a Korean phone number, you can also text us at sharp 8150. It's 51 per SMS and 101 per MMS. All right, in part two of today's show, we're hopping on a time machine getting our very own Top 10 of the week, so get ready for our mini trip back in time. But first, I'll be right back with today's Where Are You after one more song break. Let's listen to our very own Hyangu and his song, 어디쯤 갔나요? How Far Did You Go?
One fine day is coming to you live from Seoul, Korea. Right now it is 5:21 p.m. It is to me honestly it's a little less hot than yesterday, but that still doesn't make it not hot. Super hot. And uh, even though there was a nice breeze, still, if you're out and about, you're going to start sweating. I certainly did. Right now, I'm talking to you in a studio located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in Yeido, Seoul. Where are you? It's the Global Roll Call, a chance for me to find out where in the world all my listeners are and what you're all up to right now, aside from listening to the radio, of course, where are you? Listener Yoon Mi-jang writes, Anni, my niece was born today. Yay, congratulations. Now, I'll finally be able to buy a bunch of princess dresses with lots of lace. She'll wear tutu skirts for me, right? I'm already excited. Oh, well, congratulations. Although, I don't know, I, I would have to say you should kind of wait on the tutu skirts to see if your niece actually likes them. I find that it's very different from one girl to the next. I got one girl who my niece loves the tutu skirts. And then I've got another girl, same age, um, friend of mine's daughter, not into the tutu skirts. So give it a little bit of time and we'll see what happens. But congratulations. So glad to hear that it's a healthy. I hope the mom is healthy as well. PSI Love says, 안녕하세요. Oh, it's already Thursday. Yay, 소리 질러. I have a great tip for beating fatigue. It's my little routine to listen to this song during my commute. I can start a day on a good note if I sing along to these words. Let's just start another day. Ah, that is, in fact, song lyrics from I'm a Fly, my song, lyrics written by Anshine, the genius musician, of course. And truly, I think this song has become the commute song for a lot of listeners, so it makes me feel good that Shina's doing some good in the world. <laughs> And I'm glad that I could be the messenger of that song. Nejongjo says, 청년 누나, 안녕하세요. 비가 내리다 말다, 우산을 챙길까 말까. It is like Paul Kim's song these days. Rain comes and goes. Do I take my umbrella not to take my umbrella? This is true. It's quite the debate. I'm working hard on my side job for my main job. I'd work really hard in the kitchen, and whenever any lyrics or melodies come to mind, I record them. When I listen to them after work, some of them make me go, this is it, while others make me think, what was I thinking? Where do you usually get your inspiration? Ah, well, everything, really. That's the whole point of inspiration. It just comes from literally anywhere. I've even written a song about inspiration itself uh, because I was inspired by not being inspired. <laughs> so I think it's just proof that inspiration really comes out of anything. You can really just look at any object around you, think of any activity you did, and if you sit down and start to really, you know, start, I don't know, crunching those creativity muscles, something comes out. Sure, sometimes it's not great, but something comes out. Well, good luck. Here I am, 0203 writes, 안녕하세요, DJ Lina. It's a really hot day today. I guess the real summer heat is starting in earnest now. Everyone stay healthy and 오늘도 화이팅입니다. Yes, it's pretty hot and it looks like even though they said monsoon season is officially over, uh, I think that we're going to still see, you know, crazy random showers like we did all day yesterday, right? So, uh, umbrella to, uh, to umbrella or not umbrella? Oof, that's a tough question. <laughs> but I think we should always be ready to go between hot and cold and wet and dry. Chungsook72 writes... DJ Lena, I'm so busy today. I'm feeling so scatterbrained. 오늘도 방송 화이팅 하시고요. All right, if you're too busy to listen to us, hopefully you can save us for a rerun, maybe tonight. And hopefully that will be a nice motivator for you to get through the work. And hopefully, I don't know, less scatterbrained. Good luck and hope you get some rest soon.
Tape Wern. I'm still in the office doing an annoying phone phone deployment for Rotterdam. Ah, busy at work, busy, busy. Well, it's okay. Hopefully, uh, you'll be able to figure out and solve their that problem very soon. All right. Song requests. Yemin writes. Now that Changma is over, all that's left are hot, hot days. Please stay healthy. I'm going to apply for an audition soon. I think the one I applied to earlier didn't go well. It's a little late in life, but I'd never taken the plunge before, so I want to make sure that I won't have any regrets later. I'll believe in myself and do my best. I think I want to request Boa's number one. It's true. You know, um, definitely one of the cliches that I love, (laughs) you know, we can like cliches because sometimes there's that universal truth to them that makes them so cliche, right? Is that it's never too late. It's really never too late. And yes, if you kind of go in with the attitude, hey, it's okay if I don't succeed. It's okay if I do succeed. I just want to know so I have no regrets. I think that's the best attitude you can have. So definitely Ting. And listener Beatleys has a request with this message. The rainy season has ended and the weather keeps getting hotter. To avoid this hot weather, I am recently visiting movie theaters. Last week I watched Elemental. It was a heartwarming story showing how we can embrace difference and build relationships with others. I could catch a story of love, equality, and family in one single movie. Do you also enjoy Disney animation films like Elemental? This weekend, I am planning to watch Barbie with my friends and so excited. Hope you're having a great day and the rest of the week as well. Today, I'd like to request Yarumi Tilya by Oh My Girl. All right, it's Oh My Girl's latest, right? I think we just talked about it yesterday on a John segment. So wonderful to be able to play another uh, hot fresh new track for you along with a classic let's listen to these two song requests boa's number one followed by oh my girl and yoremi dilya summer comes Summer Comes by Oh My Girl. And before that, it was number one by Boa. Update 2000 writes, I just left work from now on. I'm on my summer holiday all through next week. Very trim message, but I can already feel your absolute happy, giddy state of mind. Well, congrats. I hope you have some fun stuff planned for your summer holiday. Uh, V-O-I-X-O-X-O says, on me today, I took a walk at what I thought was a neighborhood park, but it turns out it was a private golf club. You, you. Everyone looked at me weird. Um, as I was trying to leave, I got lost. So an employee had to escort me out on a golf cart. You, 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 you. It was fun, but what a nuisance I was. Oh no. Well, I mean, honest mistake, right? My goodness, anyone could make that mistake. I'm glad you at least had some fun. Johnny4900 writes, Hello, I quit my part-time job so I could have more focus on my new role at my real job. One unintended consequence is that I don't have 20 labor hours a week to fill with all my podcasts. Catching up with OFD on my commute instead calms my nerves while driving in traffic. But I did end up binge-watching long episodes of shows like Hemiri Etapa and Queendom Puzzle. <laughs> All right. My goodness. Well, I hope that you are able to um, find that precious new time to focus on your real job, uh, quote-unquote. And uh, yes, hopefully OFD can continue to help you on your commutes. Toyon9659 writes... 안녕하세요. I was feeling under the weather today, so I got a PCR test. Fortunately, I tested negative. It was my first PCR test in a long while, and it went so deep into my nose that it hurt. Did it hurt a lot for you, too? Ooh, yes. Uh, Definitely when you go get a PCR test done, uh, 
it, it's just, I remember having to do it almost every week and then also doing test kits at home almost more than once a week, uh, right during pandemic times because I had to constantly keep working. And going to get that PCR test, the first time I felt like, oh, that was bad, but maybe it'll get better the second time. Then the second time, I was like, oh, that was bad. Maybe it'll be get better the third time. But honestly, this is one of the few things that it's actually just gets worse and worse the more you do it because the first time you didn't know what to expect. You're totally innocent, totally unknowing. You just go in there and go, boop, ouch. But then every time you go after that, knowing what it's going to feel like made it even worse. I think it was just made it more exaggerated, the unpleasantry of it. So, uh, um, I don't miss those days. No, no. Hopefully those days will never come back. Well, good thing that you were negative. Phew. All right. Our next song break is a song requested by Chungsook72. It's mine, Park Chunghyun, from my 10th album, 그대라는 바다, You Are the Sea. You're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. Listener Sally Chungbin writes, 안녕하세요, DJ Lena. I've been so busy this week. I moved to Seoul last Sunday. I had training until yesterday. So today and the rest, day, rest of the days of this week are off days. I would like to get familiar to this soul life. I know it will not be easy, but I hope I can develop myself day by day. By the way, the sky is also beautiful today. Yes, it is. It's been really beautiful for the past, I think, all this week, really, uh, despite the random rain showers. Uh, we've gotten big, puffy clouds and blue, blue skies. Well, welcome to Seoul. And uh, I don't really know what the big differences are between soul life and non-soul life. Any city is, seems like a city. I'm sure there's going to be enough that is familiar to you here that you won't feel too much like a fish out of water. Just take it day by day. Walk around your neighborhood and get to know it. Un0203 writes, 안녕하세요, 정년 언니. Oh, the weather is so hot. Since it's the summer break for my chokader, niece or nephews, I went to a coin norebang with them for the first time. This is very popular in Korea, coin-operated norebang or karaoke rooms. I was shocked at how tiny it was inside. When I looked for the book to choose a song to sing, they, they made fun of me, asked me which era I was from. Oh, no books anymore. Just wait until you get to my age too. You, you. Uh, well, learn something new for the next time. <laughs> 02912 says, It's been almost two weeks since I started tuning into OFT, and so far, Kyo Top 10 is my favorite. And yes, I'm over the moon right now because today is TBT Kyo Top 10 Day. Liz Jakanim is like a walking encyclopedia. Anyway, thanks for super interesting Kyo trivia facts and nostalgic songs. All right, that's fantastic. Liz is probably going to love your comment. And yes, it's true. Today is the TBT Gaio Top 10. Seems like Thursday is sort of a natural fit for this segment. Um, and you don't have too much, much longer to uh, wait because we've got Parallel Universe coming up next. But before that, here's Bulldog Mansion with Sagwa Apology. not entirely two different songs from two different parts of the world it's like they belong to a parallel universe
It's time to listen to a couple of songs that are seemingly nothing alike, but actually somewhat similar in one way or another upon closer inspection. One K-pop track and one non-K-pop track, it's Parallel Universe. Today, we will listen to a couple of songs about tomorrow. You know that tomorrow that is always a new path for us. First up is the K-pop song Neil or Tomorrow by Hani Jung. This singer-songwriter with such a wonderful voice, she had actually been a member of bands like Dodo Bend and Purun Sebyeok before making her debut as a solo artist. Neil or Tomorrow was released in 2014, part of a soundtrack to the hit drama Meeseng. It is now since considered one of her signature tracks. This song offers comfort to those who live each and every day of their lives as best as they can with words like these. Another day goes by, another tomorrow comes. The world moves busily. I cry at the words of my father, who says to walk on only looking forward. It hurts me to count the growing number of my mom's wrinkles at her kiss, saying that it's okay to be a little late. Another day goes by. Another tomorrow comes. This song inevitably always takes me back to The Incomplete Life or me saying the drama that it was featured on and oh, you just, you get the feels. As for our non-K-pop song, we will listen to Tomorrow by American indie pop duo Fly By Midnight. Hailing originally from New York, but now based in sunny Los Angeles, this group consists of singer-songwriters Justin Bright and Justin Slavo. Their song, Tomorrow, comes off of their 2021 album entitled Silver Crane. It's a song where the protagonist says, no matter how cold tomorrow may be, I can make it through as long as I have you. Here's more of the words. Baby, I, everything could change in the middle of the night. So if we make it through today, say you'll stay with me tomorrow. Knowing you could slip away is the hardest pill to swallow. So if we make it through today, say you'll stay with me tomorrow, tomorrow. All right, let's listen to these two songs back to back right now. Nail Tomorrow by Han Hee-jung and Tomorrow by Fly by Midnight. Tomorrow by Fly by Midnight. And before that, Honey Jung with Nail or Tomorrow. Those were the parallel universe songs of the day. Chung Sung All writes, Man, the power of original soundtracks, right? The moment I heard the song by Honey Jung, all of me sang just came flooding back. It's true, it's true. It's the power of music, right? All right, stay with me because we've got more great music coming up in part two of OFD's version of Kayo Top 10. Let's uh, wrap up part one of the show with one more song. Here's Uhyo with Chongchun Youth, the day version. Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. In just a moment, we'll hop on a time machine and travel back in time to listen to some good old Kayo for our very own version of Kayo Top 10. I'll be right back with Liz after this song break. Here's Hyorin and her song, Padaburo Kale or CC. <laughs> this? 
Once upon a time, there were days when K-pop was simply known as Kayo. Back in those days, every Wednesday evening, every Korean music fan tuned into KBS2 TV to watch their favorite singers perform on the legendary music chart program dubbed the Kayo Top 10. Those are the good old way back Wednesdays that we now get to look back on Throwback Thursdays. So without further ado, let's take a trip back in time to listen to some old school K-pop music, also known as Kayo. Now, joining me in the studio to guide us through this trip is our very own OFD staff writer, Liz. Hello. Hi, Liz. How are you doing today? I'm doing very cool in this room. It's so cool. <laughs> I actually came in loving the coolness mm. but now i have um, a sweater, sweater like a shawl and i actually just put a mask on mm-hmm. <laughs> because my nose just got so cold ah. oh, yeah, i could see that happening <laughs> my nose is shiro <laughs> shiryo shiryo my yeah. nose is shiryo <laughs> it's literally cold so um uh, if i sound a little bit different from part one that's why <laughs> <laughs> well i did remember to yes. put on long sleeves <laughs> Yes, you did. I noticed. I yeah. was like, well, I think Liz dressed for the studio yeah. today because you were wearing a sweater. A very yes. lovely sweater, by Thank the way. You. Mm-hmm. And also, um, I, my toes are covered. <laughs> very important. Yes. Yes. So I, you know, I have a separate, the way I dress during the summertime mm-hmm. is unlike anybody else's summer wardrobe. It's the other way around. It's the other way around. Yeah. I literally will sometimes from time to time wear nebuk or um, <laughs> long underwear. <laughs> Under very summery things wow. for the radio show. And I'm always usually long sleeve or prepare a long sleeve and usually long pants, mm-hmm. never any shorts. No. Even this if is I not, wear a skirt, yeah. it's like down in my ankles, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, I actually, for a long, first time in a long time, mm-hmm. walked out. I had a lunch appointment. I'm sure a lot of people saw on IG. Mm. Um, and so I was out and about mm-hmm. in my radio. Wet- Radio clothes? No. (laughs) I should have not done that. Yeah. Pretty hot. You know what? I'll be honest. (laughs) I'll be honest. Um, I haven't spent that much time outside today. I just hopped out, hopped in, and then hopped out and hopped in. I didn't think it was that bad today. There was a nice breeze, but still, it just... (laughs) Even the breeze feels like that air from, like, you know, the um, the exterior unit of an AC. Yeah. <laughs> the shiroegi? Yeah. <laughs> it feels like that kind of breeze, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I just had to hop in a car. Yeah. Like, in the right instant. away. Yeah, right yes. away, because I was like, I don't want to sweat. It's pretty hot. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty hot, and it's inevitable, especially if you're dressed for... Radio. Radio studios, yeah. Pretty chilly. Yeah. I'm hoping that the temperature would go down just a little bit on my way home. I'm sure it will, because yeah. there was that breeze. So I think when mm. the sun goes down, it'll feel much Although cooler. I, uh, the last time I was here, I do remember um, stepping outside of the building mm-hmm. and thinking, I would have been really hot. Yes. Um, had I not spent the you know a couple of hours here at, here at a, in the a, extremely acid room, yes. so but because I was here mm-hmm. and because my skin was all cold, yeah. uh, when I stepped out, I was like, yeah, it's on the warm side, but it's not <laughs> that hot. Really, every time I step out to go home, I go ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so good. Oh, that the thing. You know what's the worst though? <laughs> so warm because that's an okay feeling. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But uh, sometimes when the temperature difference is too big, yeah. my glasses fog up. Oh, yes. That yeah. happens all the time. Well, you know, from walking outside, walking into mm-hmm. a cab. This is a four-season thing. So, I mean, I guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worse in the winter for me. Yeah. We have our um, regulars joining us today. Jong uh, sung Lim Tui, Taipei Warren, Update 2000, um, Yubin, uh, JS Jerry 76 says, oh, I'm late. <laughs> um, and they're all joining us. So 02912 also definitely chose this segment as uh, their favorite. Favorite. Oh, so Absolute favorite. And just can't wait. All the, all the old souls out there. 
We're all kind of craving a little nostalgia. What, yeah. what kind of dose of nostalgia do you have in store for us today? Well, you see, because of the weather, initially mm-hmm. I was working on a playlist that consisted of the summer staples, like, yeah, uh, you yeah. know, with the likes of DJ Diosi's Yoromiyagi yeah. or Deuce Yorum. Mm-hmm. Yorum Wait. Any do yeah. Any do so. Yoru Mane so. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then there was any cool, cool song. Any cool song. Yeah. Like <laughs> anyone. Hebene Yoin was the right. first one that came sure. to mind. And you know, I was just working on that late '90s summer list. Oh, Yupi's Pada too. And then I was like, well, I mean, they've been done. Yeah. Obviously. Sure. But it is the season. Tis the season. It really is. And so I was gonna bring them in, and then I was like. Um, but it's not that kind of. I, I don't feel that kind of summery uh, vibe right now, just mm-hmm. because. Again, I haven't been out much. Right. I feel you. Yeah. I haven't been out much. And so I was looking for some, and also I was working on this uh, playlist last night, kind of mm-hmm. late at night, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, these are all very daytime songs, right? Mm. So I was like, maybe I want to work on some summer night songs. Ooh, nighttime mm-hmm. songs. And so my mind wandered to like late 90s mm-hmm. and early 2000s and mostly early 2000s because by then I could drink legally. And so you were listening to more music later at night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, um, you know, something that you could enjoy with a, with a you know, bottle of beer in your yeah, hand, nice cool beer. lounging around. Hot and summer then, night. Yeah, and then my mind wandered off to where I was mm-hmm. in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. in the summer nights, where I used to go to enjoy some live music. Yeah. And yeah, there I was. And it kind of took you to Hongdae. Uh, one thing led to another. Yeah. To Hongdae. To Hongdae. And I figured, you know, we haven't really talked about the indie scene much, and the right. like, early indie scene much. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, I don't know much, mm-hmm. but I was a consumer of their music right. for some time. Right. So I'll just share with you my mostly my personal experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, also another reason I chose this playlist is because they're cool. Okay. You know, they're... See, like, cool I know... feeling. Yeah, well, as in, like, they're... they're- Cool, like cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's. Um, I'm saying that because I don't think these bands would necessarily call their music kayo. Mm. Right? Really? Because okay. it's like popular mainstream music That's is true. what comes to mind. Uh, comes to mind when we talk about kayo. Neither would they call it K-pop. Exactly. Right. They're K indie rock. Yes. And that makes them cool. <laughs> They're just right? too cool for school. Exactly. So that's the theme. <laughs> Got it. So, that yeah. works. And we have an additional, I think, um, running theme through today's playlist. I think you can, um, we can discover that as we go. Yes, huh? because yeah. of course uh, there are too many to choose from, yes. and I needed a guideline, and yes. I found one after three songs, and I needed to, you know, fit them in the mold. So this is a fun guideline. I, I hope I, you like I, it. I like. All mm-hmm. right. So early in the rock, we're going back. That's already, you know, twenty years ago. The exactly. home day, <laughs> the indie scene. Yeah. When I see. Those Hongdae indie, like, young, they were kind of like the young punks of mm. the day, right? Yeah, they're... And now they're like, oh, well, I just, either I don't even understand what happened. But um, anyhow... A lot of them are still around. Oh, still yeah. Still making music. Still prolific. And Very prolific. Only getting better with time. Oh, yes, because, really. you know, yeah. they have more they have experience, uh-huh. yeah. Um, and they still kind of, you know, like, rule the whole indie scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I think the biggest difference is that the majority, or not the majority, but um, the public knows about them. That's the difference. Well, because they're they're just such stalwarts of music. They and stuck to their music mm-hmm. that they are actually mainstream now. A yeah, lot of them, yeah. anyway. Yeah. And the indie scene, the way I see it, it's not exactly what it used to be anymore. It's, it's not very different. So under underground, mm-hmm. and they're, it's just as overground. They're also indie labels, uh-huh. which is like. That's not indie, you know. No, that's it's very not. O- oxymoronic, it's, it's, but it's very oxymoronic. Uh-huh, but, but that's just how popular that K indie has become. It's a right. whole other world in and of itself. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're gonna dip into that 
early stirrings of that That's world. That's right. Before and <laughs> we're going to start easy with the song that everyone knows. Oh, yeah. But it's also considered one of the, um, the trailblazers of that whole indie scene as well. Yes. Um, I have talked about this song before. It's called Chow Chow and it's by Delhi Spice. Um, it's best known as Chow Chow, but as in like the dog Chow Chow. Sure. But, um, even in English, I saw that it's not written as the dog breed Chow Chow. I it's think not... it's A U, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was quite interesting. C H A U C H A U. Right, instead of O W O W. Yeah. But the official title of the song is Chow Chow. Dash. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have mentioned this before as yes. well. I don't know if you know people are tuning in from the last time too, but um, that is the entire lyrics. That is actually the entire lyrics of yeah. this four minute and twenty. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow they make it work. It works. Yeah. I never get tired of this song. And you know what? So you good. could put it on a loop. <laughs> And it's so good. I'm sure you could find like an hour of Chow Chow yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure someone's done it. But yeah, you could put it on a loop and you would listen to the exact same line yeah. multiple times and it, you would not get tired of it. Just don't get tired of it. Because they're so geni- cool. So genius. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was released in the summer of 1997. And a lot of critics, music critics have said that this is the song that let people who don't go to indie uh, music bars mm-hmm. find out about the indie scene. So it's kind of like a gateway song. Then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure uh, a lot of people heard the song on the radio mostly. Right. And um, there have been a lot of rumors about what the song, uh, the content of the song is about, why it was titled Chow Chow and whatnot. A lot whatnot. of speculation. Yeah. Personally, I thought it was about saying goodbye to a dog, mm-hmm. uh, Chow Chow. Yeah. Um, because... Basically, the title and the lyrics mean, no matter how hard I try, I hear your voice. Right. And then they say, chow chow. So I'm like, oh, he's hearing the dog's <laughs> voice, no matter how hard he tries. <laughs> um, but no, um, they never really explicit, explicitly explained, explained what it. the song was about. But mm-hmm. they did also say that it's not a dog. Right. Yeah, it's not about a dog. And a lot of people have speculated that it's a... Uh, farewell song to a like a romantic farewell song mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, depending on who the listener is the band will sometimes perform it as that I see and they've embraced whoever's interpretation mm. um, you know whoever is making the interpretation they the band has accepted it as well so oh, they're so yeah. spitefully smart they're cool they're yeah they're <laughs> it's a little yanmigo because you're just like so curious yeah you were like, come on, just tell us, right? But then them um, sort of keeping up that aura of mystery, mm. it works. But so um, there was this novelist in Korea who has uh, downright refused to have any of his works used as um, excerpts in school textbooks because he had one scene, mm-hmm. one of his work uh, being used that way, mm-hmm. and the... Uh, textbook's interpretation of his work was mm-hmm. completely wrong. Oh. And they were being, the s- school kids were being taught that, yeah. and he was so furious oh about my gosh, it. Yes. And it's, it was also uh, worse because what he had wrote was meant to be completely meaningless, yeah. but they were inserting meaning Lots into it. Lots of meaning. Okay, yeah. that's a lot of um, critics of um, literature analysis. Yeah, of course. It's the first go-to thing. Yeah. Like, they weren't really thinking that when they wrote it. <laughs> I mean, I ha- I don't mind if they're like, my interpretation is this, right. or, you know, one way to this look is what at I it take is. From yeah. It, yeah. But then some of these textbooks were saying, this is what the author wrote. Exactly. You know? It's so, a textbook. So yeah. So, it has authority. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, uh, in the case of this song, right. Chow Chow, maybe Delhi Spice didn't really have any meaning. Honestly, I don't think they did. Yeah. I I think that they were jamming Mm. and they just like, whatever. And all of this is just all mukbudim. Like, it's like, okay, we're just going to be cool. I wonder if it's like... But I don't know where the chow chow comes from. That I actually am um, very curious about. One of the theories was that it was the name of a Chinese restaurant next to their um, jamming room. Okay. And they just... Like, they needed to trim down the title, which yes, was the lyrics. Right. And they saw the four-letter word on the on the sign outside, and they was like, let's go with that. Let's just go with that. Yeah. So I, I do think it would, would be probably something random like that. But mm. it's 
lovely because it's fostered so many different interpretations. Yeah. And I can't help but think of Chow Chow. That's all that's... I have a... I'm all I'm seeing is a black chow chow in my head. A black. I'm I'm seeing a cho- uh, chocolate black. <laughs> really, I don't know why mine is black, but it's big, like a little black furry thing with this little black tongue. Yeah, so cute, yeah. <laughs> so funny. But you, we can be saying chow to anybody. Yeah, that was another one, right? That's true. Chow, yeah. like in Italian. That's C A I O. Right, so, yeah. like the yes, the you know goodbye or mm-hmm. something. It doesn't matter. You can interpret it the way you want to. Let's listen. Deli Spice with Chow Chow. 아무리 애를 쓰고 막아보려 해도 너의 목소리가 들려. That was Deli Spice with Chow Chow. I will leave out the long title. <laughs> because people really do just know it as Chow Chow. Yeah, um, some people even think of it as um, the band's name being Chow Chow. Oh, really? Yeah, they mistake it. And oh, Chow Chow's... Sings Amuri right. yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay, I see. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. But for me, it's just always Deli Spice and the Chow Chow song. Yeah. And uh, still sounds so good. It's still very... Sounds so good. Timeless. It's. Really I mean, is. it was released in 1997. Once again, that's I a long know. And I think about some of the songs we listened to from 1997 that mm. has not aged well. <laughs> withstood the less of time mm. less well. Yeah, less they, well. I mean, this one aged like wine. Yeah, but some songs some age like milk. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, we're moving along to our next song of the day. We're gonna listen to Koyangi. Or yeah, Cat mm-hmm. by Nell. Mm-hmm. Now, this is another band that's still around and still, still prolific. Going I mean, strong. released something new just a couple of months ago, actually. Yep. Um, and uh, they're, um, they used to be a four piece band. I found out just last night that yeah. they are now a three piece band. Oh, are they really? I yeah. actually didn't know that either. Yeah, apparently, this happened in June. That's oh, why. very yeah. recent. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the drummer left, but uh-huh. up until that point, they've been together as a foursome for. 20 something years. Yeah. And uh they were 24 believe, years. Mm-hmm, and I believe they were um four high school buddies. Oh. Uh all and all of the same age. It's kind of like Tanabi right. in a way. And uh yeah, they are known for their unique style. Um I mean, they had been categorized under alternative rock, mm. indie rock, psychedelic right. rock, or progressive rock, and even modern rock. Yeah. Um, but whatever name you give it, the thing about Nell is when you hear their song, you know it's Nell. Yeah. And I think that says a lot about mm, a band. That's true. Mm-hmm. Very true. And uh, of course, uh, Kim Jong-un is the brain behind it all because he writes leader. all the songs mm-hmm. and also the voice so, yeah. and the voice that unique voice oh, of unique. his yes. yeah also mm-hmm. unique and um, I I used to love this song mm-hmm. it was um, I have to explain the album structure first because uh, this is actually from their first official album oh. uh, entitled Let It Rain okay. which was released in uh, 2001 I, actually no 2003 right but uh Big air quotes there with yeah. uh, first album right. because they have two albums that were released in 2001 before ah, Let It Rain. Right. One was called Reflection Of and yeah. the other one was called Speechless. So uh-huh. officially, technically speaking, uh, Let It Rain was their third album, but it's considered their first mainstream album. Right, so it was their major label debut. That's right. Right, produced by none other than Sotteji. I remember so that this. was a huge deal. That was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Kuyangi is one of my favorite songs from that very album, which of mm. uh, which the title track was actually "Stay," another very well-known Nell song. Um, their first hit. Yeah. Uh, well, and from their first mainstream debut yeah. album. Um, but uh, I. Despite the fact that it is one of my favorite songs from the band, mm-hmm. I ha- it's been a it's been so long since the last time I listened to it. <gasps> Me too. I was really surprised when I listened to it again last night because mm-hmm. it's it still sounds like Kim Jong Un, yeah, but toned down. Mm. So a lot of his like you know unique inflections right. and uh, the way he flips the sounds yeah. and you know all that is very 
not as present? No, I was mm. very surprised because even when I was listening to the song back in the early 2000s, yeah. I thought that's, you know, like that's how Kim Jong-un always sounded, right? It's just that we've grown with him mm-hmm. and we've all evolved along with him. So that evolution, the, yeah. the nature of the word, it was very slow, yeah. right? And then, yeah, sometimes it's so surprising to go back mm-hmm. and hear them before they are what we know of now. Yeah. And no. th- it's like trickles, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so yeah. surprised. But, uh, of course, that doesn't take away anything from the song. Mm-hmm. It's still a very good song. A very Nell song. Yeah. Um, it's very emo because that's what Nell... <laughs> that's what Nell is. Yeah. They're, yeah. They have, like, two happy songs, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, and even th- their most major key songs uh, have, the, like, the worst lyrics. Yeah. They're known for that. Yeah. Pretty Um, gloomy lyrics. Yeah. And this song um, has absolutely nothing to do with cats, really. Mm. But Kim Jong-un had explained that he gave it the title he did because um, he was inspired by a cat Ah. to write the song. Because when he saw a cat's face, he thought, I can't read its uh, right. Uh, emotions. Just totally unreadable. Yeah, because when you see a chow chow, you'll know what it's thinking. I'm happy. Or not I'm thinking. Happy. I'm not happy. I'm hungry. Play? Play? Yeah. Tail. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, with the cat, obviously, it's really, like, they give away very little. That's unless true. you've lived with it all your life. Sure. Um, all its life. And you, you know the very small, subtle nuances. Yeah. Sure. As a non cat owner, mm-hmm. it's very hard for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I've been clawed and gnawed no. at all. <laughs> I don't know when to stop. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But, you know, that doesn't make them any less lovely. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so uh, maybe after we listen to the song, I'll I'll tell you why I chose the songs I did today. Sure. I think that will be fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I think people are already probably going to start coming around with their theories. Maybe. In the meantime, enjoy. Here's Nell with Koyangi Cat. That was Koyangi or Cat by Nell. Um, Liz and I were both talking about how back in the early days of Nell, we were, we constantly had their CDs in our uh, mm. CD Walkmans. Discman. Discman. Yeah. <laughs> that I actually had no idea what Koyangi was when you were talking about it, but as soon as it started, I go, oh, this song. Yeah. And then start singing along. It's also because he never mentions a cat in the uh-huh, song. Lyrics. Another yeah. kind of similarity with. Chow Chow. Exactly. And which brings us to today's theme. Yeah. Well, su- so sub-theme. Secondary sub-theme. Um, a guideline for me to use to choose songs from so many options. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So we just heard a cat. Oh, I, I think Update 2000 actually just guessed it. Chow Chow was a dog. Nell had the cat song. So what's the next animal? Yes. The next animal, you got it right, yeah. is Kosimdochi or... <laughs> Hedgehog, because the next song I have for you is called Kosumdochi Complex or Hedgehog Complex, and it is a song by another complex, <laughs> Peter Pan Complex. I um, mean, hedgehog. I first of all, I think Kosumdochi is the funnest word for an animal I've ever heard. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I'm not used to it. Oh, I'm coming from a foreigner's perspective. Right, yeah. right. Kosumdochi. Yeah. Hedgehog is hard to say. Hedgehog. Yeah, yeah it is hard to say. It's like a lot of air goes out. Don't want to say it too fast, too <laughs> yeah, many times hedgehog. in a row. And porcupine? Are they the same animal? No. Okay. Different yeah. animals. Yeah. Yes. But I think for porcupines are marsupials and hedgehogs are rodents. <gasps> I don't know why I know that. Okay. All right, uh-huh. <laughs> walking encyclopedia. <laughs> I think because I I like the animals, I would read like mm. those animal books. I think for me because they're I think in Korean they're both called kosumdochi. Oh, are they really? I think so yeah. Oh, then which one are they talking about? Well, <laughs> see the the thing is I would never know because I looked up Kosundochi complex to see if it's an actual syndrome or complex that exists. Yeah. And I did find something called the hedgehog's dilemma. Oh. And it's also known as a porcupine's dilemma. Oh, okay, now I look this up. So uh-huh. now it's all just interchangeable, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Um, But to tell you a little bit about Peter Pan Complex first, they are also known as PPCX these days. Um, oh, they are. Yeah, and I think it's partly has something to do with how they've changed styles with music. Oh. 
So up until their third or fourth album, they were very indie rock, rock modern, modern what rock. What we've been listening to. Yeah. yeah. With the hint of some like electronic sounds. But uh, as PPCX, they are better known as a synth pop group. Yeah, they're super electro. Mm-hmm. Um, really dig their stuff now as well. Right. Mm-hmm. And they were fronted, or they are, fronted because they, they still exist. Yeah. Um, it's fronted by Jeon Ji-han, who mm-hmm. is a winner of a Yuja Umak Gyeongyeon uh, competition that was in that was held in 1999, mm-hmm. and he just straight out of that he formed the group in 2000, mm-hmm. and they released the album or they started out with an EP called Irinching Juingong Shijam, which is first person point of view. Um, mm. it was That was released in 2002 yeah. and that led to the release of their debut studio album the year after. It was called Radio Star. Mm. And um, this song, this Gozumdochi uh, Complex happens to be on both of them. Ah. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they were first um, in the scene, uh, a lot of critics compare them to... <laughs> compare is putting it mildly because mm. they kind of braided them like they weren't really happy with them saying that they're a copycat of radio uh, um, radiohead or muse oh really yeah i mean copycat i'm sure i mean radiohead and muse were uh you know were setting copying. the tone <laughs> they were setting the tone for the genre mm-hmm. yeah um and uh, i don't know because with this particular song i hear more smashing pumpkins than radiohead oh, yeah. yeah um and that makes more sense because smashing pumpkins was earlier yeah mm-hmm. yeah and uh yeah they are just doing their own thing mm-hmm. i don't think they needed to be berated much that much mm-hmm. um and i think later on they did gain uh popularity and also um re- you know recognition mm-hmm. um hence you know they're still around making their own music and um personally i think i can pinpoint um peter pan complex songs as i could nell songs Oh yeah, yeah. Like okay. I think they sound unique enough now, but mm-hmm. I, I I might be talking more about their more recent stuff, right, the synth pop stuff, the PPCX. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Partly because there aren't a lot of bands out there who make this style of music, right? In yeah. in K-pop anyway. Mm-hmm. And Hedgehog's Dilemma. So okay, let me start with Peter Pan Complex. Okay, I think it's the name kind of explains itself. Yes. It's uh. uh it's actually known as Peter Pan Syndrome. Right. And it is, quote-unquote, a pop psychology term used uh-huh. to describe an adult who is socially immature. Yeah. Um, so basically someone who refuses to be a grown-up. Right. So I could relate. <laughs> <laughs> and as for a hedgehog dilemma or sometimes the porcupine's dilemma, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's about... Um, it's an issue with like human intimacy. How hmm. someone who it's it's used to describe someone who wants to be with others, mm-hmm. but they fear that they might be hurting the other people they want to be with because of, uh, because of their quills. Hmm. So basically, I want to hug you, but I don't want to hurt you, so I can't hug you. Kind oh, of deal. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's sad. Oh. <laughs> it's quite sad. But they feel like they're quills, or or maybe something like. Um baggage that they hold that they don't want to I suppose impose um, on other people so apparently this term was coined by Arthur Schopenhauer oh really yeah and uh, it describes a situation where a group of hedgehogs seek to move close to one another to share heat during cold weather but uh-huh. they had they're forced to remain apart because of their quills I see yeah um, and upon reading that I thought okay so Arthur Schopenhauer uh, obviously, has never touched a, a pork or a hedgehog before. Uh-huh. I've never touched the porcupine. I, they look dangerous, yeah. but a hedgehog—they're soft. Oh, they are soft. Yeah, you can hold them on your in your palms, yes, and they're you know, so cute. Yeah, they're they're scratchy at best. Yeah, and I'm sure they get dangerous when they're angry. Sure. But as long as you feed them mealworm and keep them happy. They're soft. So I made a mistake earlier because I thought that porcupines, they're not marsupials. I'm thinking of possums. Those are oh, marsupials, Oh, yeah, those right? are marsupials, yeah. Um, but porcupines are not marsupials. And I uh, looked it up, mm-hmm. porcupine versus hedgehog. First of all, porcupines are just much larger. <laughs> right. They have that snout, that the very boopable snout. And they yeah. their face looks like the face of a skunk, but just with quills instead, uh, right? But they're both rodents or small mm-hmm. mammals. Oh. And they just happen to be, like, much more... Are they are they related in any way? 
except for the fact that they're mammals. Oh. They're just two different kinds of mammals, but um, uh, I don't think porcupines are typically in the rodentia order. So different oh, orders, right? Okay, yeah. And I don't think hedgehogs can, like, shoot quills. They can't? Then why do dogs come home with quills? In their... From hedgehogs? The, oh. Apparently they so. just... They just, they have a spiny coat. That coat in and of itself is supposed to be a deterrent. And mm-hmm. they just kind of roll itself into a ball. Aww. Yes. But the the large rodent, their their quills are much quill-like. Like, oh. they look more weapon-like. I don't know. That's what it says here on the internet. Um, fun internet fact here. Possum yeah. Tochi <laughs> and Hedgehog's Dilemma. Now I get it. Now I get it. PD님 reminded us of 임재범 고슴 도치. 난 위험한 사랑합니다. There we go. <laughs> there we go. But we're going to take Peter Pan Complex's take on it first. Uh-huh. Okay. 고슴 도치 Complex or Hedgehog Complex. We just heard Peter Pan Complex with Kosum Dochi Complex. Or... As we were listen- or looking at pictures of porcupines. <laughs> baby porcupines. <laughs> Any baby animal, really, um, with very few exceptions. <laughs> yeah, there are, are exceptions. Are cute, but yes, your exception is an exception. Mm-hmm. Baby possums, not so cute. Uh, baby uh, mice, not, not so Mice is, are better than possums. I don't know. I hmm, <laughs> Possums are hard to love, but so I've... I've some of them have grown on me, mm-hmm. but I don't know because I've never seen them in real life. I've they're seen... they're kind of they're not cute. They're skunks very... are actually cute. Oh uh, no! <laughs> as long as they don't, you know. You know, I've never like seen there. There's very few instances that I've seen the skunk, but uh-huh. there are many incidents that I've smelled the skunk. Of course. So yeah. there's there's just no love. They mm. they will never be loved. Because their smell precedes them like a bad reputation. Well, the wild ones, yeah, but you know. When I you're... mean, I've seen them on the street, yeah. but when you see them, you automatically think of that smell and you freeze and you panic and go, no! <laughs> I feel it bad seeps for them. into rocks. It just, you can't get rid of it. <laughs> That's true. Ah, oh, anyhow. All right. That was but a weird tangent, but. <laughs> it was. Animals are fun. Yes. Uh, what's our next animal? It's a bird. A oh, bird. Yeah. Um, I, had, I was explaining to, you off, uh, explaining to you off mic as well. But so basically what I did was I look for band names that I recognize from late 90s and early 2000s and look for any songs that they might have with animals in their titles. Mm-hmm. Well, that was after the three I found. But um, and then I listened to them to find songs that I actually liked. <laughs> yeah. Um, and those that had lyrics that were not problematic at all. Right. Because Taurim sure. had some wonderful songs with really weird lyrics. Oh, you're talking about Se, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a scary song. Yeah. We're, I mean, look it up if you're curious. Basically, yeah. she says, I'm going to gift you a dead bird. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she sings it very creepily. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have played it on the show. Yes, before. we have. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so... This bird is not a happy bird, but the song is good, so I chose it. Sweet. And also because I like the band. Ah. It's Bongdunse, uh, or Bruised Bird, mm. by Sweater. And Sweater was together for uh, some 10 years, um, wow. and then they have gone their separate ways. Oh, and, I see. Uh, most of the... Uh, members of the band, uh, former members of the band, do their solo works now. Oh, nice. Um, And it was led by uh, a musician by the name of Shin Sechol, who was, um, who later on became a solo musician using the name Mellow Ear. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think, personally, I associate the band most with the vocalist of the band, which is, you know, a common mistake a lot of people make, because we assume, a lot of laymen just assume that the voice we hear is that of the leader of the band. Yes, and that's not necessarily mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. But um, the the non-leader vocalist of the band was yes. Iari, um, and she was known as the original Orjang, or the face of Hongdae. Ah. But 
I don't know, because when you look at the other ones who followed, like Hongdae Yoshinder that followed afterwards, uh-huh. like um, Yojo or um, Taru and yeah. all of them, they're on the sweeter and Cuter girlier, cutie, cute, or I guess, you know, like lovelier yeah. side. Yeah. Uh, whereas Yarip to me is like girl crush incarnate. She is the coolest woman I've ever seen. Right, right. And wow. she has the most so unique voice. Mm-hmm. And, oh, the, the I, mind you, this was like early 2000s when sure, I saw her, sure, but sure. she was rocking a fedora like nobody else could. Nice. And, yeah, don't do fedoras now. No. Um, but yeah, so this band made their debut in 1999 with the demo EP called Zero Albums Coming Out. I thought that was very uh, clever. Yeah. yeah. And then before the release of their first official mainstream album, mm-hmm. they uh, took part in the soundtrack of the movie Bossu Jong Yujang, which is uh, a movie that was kind of um, a musical project by Lucid Fall. Right. So they had good connections. Nice. And yeah. good connections indeed because their first album was later on um, uh, produced by Lee Han uh, a bulldog mansion nice. who we heard in, Just in part, part one. Because they were actually a contender for this list um, because bulldog <laughs> but, oh, there you go. Yeah, but I was Clever. looking for animals and the title of the songs, not the not band. The so, band yeah. yeah, so I knocked them out. <laughs> um, but yeah, so come 2002, E Hunter produced their first album called Staccato Green. Yeah. And this song, Bong Dun Se, Bruised Bird, was one of the tracks on the album. Now, apparently, at the time of the release, the mm-hmm. album was, it wasn't so much as panned, but mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, lauded or anything. Like, people just thought, oh, nice, and kind of moved on. So, kind of a lackluster. Yeah, but later on, mm-hmm. it was um, kind of belatedly uh, praised as a, a, an album that kind of set a tone. Oh. For the all the modern rock bands with um, female vocalists that came afterwards, right? Um, and they sort of use words like melancholy and um, like um, not not standing out mm-hmm. and like it, the 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 words that critics use weren't exactly like super praises, <laughs> but at the same time. Um, they, I think they, what they were trying to say was that um, it wasn't like a standout, mm-hmm. um, sh- you know, superstar that shines bright, but right. it's still something that needed to be there to lay the foundation. Oh, well put. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, this song, yes, I chose because of the bird. Mm-hmm. But, and in fact, the, my favorite song from the album is Udi. Uh, uh, well, I think that was like mm-hmm. roughly the title mm-hmm. or you know the gist of it yeah. <laughs> it was a long title um, but um, it was actually really nice I, mm. I'm sure I've, I had the album so I'm sure I've heard it before but yeah. um, it had been you know in the back of my mind I right, suppose right. Uh, but when I heard it again I was like oh yeah it was oh. nice even though it's a sad song yeah because <laughs> you know because the title Bruce Bird doesn't give it away yes um, Bruce Bird sad already so once again mm. the song itself doesn't have much to do with birds mm. but I feel like the protagonist is kind of comparing herself to a bruised bird feeling yes because it's a breakup song um, and it, it ends with the line I'm gonna leave oh Quietly, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that makes me imagine Bruce Bird. So mm-hmm. th- it's already kind of sad. Yeah. All right, let's listen here. Sweater with Mongdun Se, Bruised Bird. Mongdunse or Bruce Bird by Sweater. Sounds like a happy bird, doesn't it? Oh, poor bird. <laughs> okay, we're moving straight into because we can only have a short introduction for our last song. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think Lim Tae was mentioning maybe there's going to be Mardalija in there, but <laughs> it came to my mind, but ah, I yes. had to take it out because it was very loud. <laughs> also because um, we've heard it before mm-hmm, and I wanted sure. to play something that we hadn't heard before. That's true, yeah. Nice. And I didn't think anyone would write a song with such a title, but uh, we're going to listen to a song.
song called Chinen Doya, Rat Is You by Onyenebargan or Sisters Barbershop. Um, they were together from 1996 through 2017. Unfortunately, they are no longer together, but mm-hmm. they debuted with an album called Pidulginen Hanerechi. Which translates to pigeons are the rats of the sky. And That's I, so funny. I think they're wrong because they're never in the sky. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this band uh, basically, again, laid the foundation for all the bands that came afterwards. Definitely, and yeah. They made history by apparently being the first indie band to perform all of their own own songs that mm-hmm. they wrote mm-hmm. um, instead of covering other bands. Ah. Yeah, so I guess that's how they set the stage for um, friendly competition among the first generation indie pop bands, in, or not indie pop, indie rock bands in Hongdae in particular, uh, which namely includes Crying Nut, mm-hmm. No Rain, and also Deli Spice, right. who we heard earlier. Um, they had a lot of ups and downs. They broke up once and came back together, and then now they are, you know, no longer together. Mm-hmm. Um, but this song, uh, again, comes from that Pigeon Rat Sky that album. album, the first album. Um, I think that was released in 1996. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, doesn't really have anything to do with rats. <laughs> um, but I thought this song was very um, representative of Onyine Ibargan's sound. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So uh, I don't think it was one of their, like, you know, most famous or signature songs or anything like that. But it's another one of those songs that you hear and it's like, it's either Onyine Ibargan or My Aunt Mary. I'm going to bet on Onyine Ibargan. It's a good way to kind of get a feel for what the indie scene was and what the foundation actually sounded mm-hmm. like. And it's our last song of the day. It's Trina Noya, Rad is You by Onyine Ibargan. Thank you so much, Liz. Always my pleasure. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow.